Pixar. It's a household name for a reason. As a company, they are well known for taking non-human characters and making them feel more human and true than any real humans. They did it with toys, bugs, monsters, fish, cars, chef rats. In 2008, they challenged themselves even further with a post-apocalyptic robot with a limited vocabulary. How were they going to convey emotion? How were they going to sell the romance between two robots that was the key to the whole story? How were they going to hold the attention of the audience when there wasn't a piece of human dialogue until 39 minutes into the movie? It was a challenge, an experiment that Andrew Stanton and the rest of the Pixar team was ready to face head on. After all, it was in the period of time where Pixar was the most free to experiment since their early pre-Toy Story days. This was the era before Disney bought Pixar outright and when the nature of their relationship was still in flux. Having not much oversight other than their own muses, the Pixar team took a chance that they may not have otherwise. With a speculative look to the future mixed with a dash of old Hollywood influences, Pixar hopped into hyperspace with Wally. Computer, define dancing. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Kitty Lunsford, and I am joined as always by Mark. I'm Mark. Stupid. Oh, uh, well, now, come, you don't do Mark, I'm Mark. You just, <laughs> no, just you want me to just say the name? I, I can maybe even, I probably can't do it better. I, I think you couldn't do it worse. <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. How's that? Okay. Marka, Chad, oh, horrific. Um, so this is a podcast where my co-host uh, shout their names. Uh, yeah, the like I mean, a robot. Normally start with a quote, but there are five words in this movie. Yeah, it, it's it, it's challenging. Um, if this is your first episode. Um, because you saw, hey, they're covering Wally, and it's 2008. Mm. It's the first episode of that particular year. It's clean entry point. It's also we, the second episode of a different year, or first episode of a different year. Uh, yeah, first episode of 2021. Of 2008, <laughs> we're on eight, right? We're on 2008 yeah. for our mini series, but this is our first episode of 2021. As Mark was saying, now can we just yeah. can we just look back? We started. 2000 yeah. we started 1993 yeah in like 2017 yes mm-hmm. so at that point we were like for 24 years behind where we yeah. where we currently like needed to get to yeah sure and at this point we're uh 13 years behind where we currently need to get to we're catching so we're up like, we're about halfway there about yeah. halfway there Ooh, yeah. Oh, hell, uh, yeah. i, I felt yeah. a lot better before we yeah. said halfway <laughs> the, that's the uh eventually we'll get a patreon and we'll 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 go weekly or something we yeah if we went weekly we'd we'd finish the the main premise of this podcast at a reasonable rate right. but uh and then we'd have to move on so at least we're not having to figure out what comes next you know um but what comes now is us talking about our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. It's 2008. As we've said, I go first because we rotate and <laughs> I am eldest <laughs> and I go first this time. I don't fucking know. We never really explained that order to people. I because think we did in episode one. I think, I think we, we had like a whole Papa bear, mama bear, baby bear bit. Yep. Or something. I'm baby bear. I'm a mama okay. bear. All right. I mean, it's oldest child, middle child, youngest child is oh, the true dynamic. Bear. 
I, if you want to be Mama Bear, you can be Mama Bear. I'm not opposed to you. Isn't being Chad Mama also Bear. an oldest child? No, he's I'm, middle. I'm a middle. I'm we, a middle. We child. truly are all fitting into our actual yeah. roles. Yeah, How do you know, which is fascinating. I I'm not a peacemaker between you two, though. I don't think. Oh, see that my role as a youngest child was always peacemaker. So okay, which is not the typically the role. Typically, no. that is the middle child role. And um, I, I've I've traditionally been that in in most social circles, but this is one where I I'll let you two fight. I'll fight with you. I'll dogpile. I'll yeah. choose who to agree with on any given day. Sure. I also kind of just let you fight. <laughs> Sometimes I pick a side. That's kind of the podcast. Is we just I don't, don't know like that Chad other. and Mark Except have ever and fought. Chad don't fight. <laughs> Hmm. I wonder who the fought? problem. No, you guys have definitely strongly disagreed with each other. Yeah. Maybe not on like, the pod. Maybe it's been over like Slack or there have been a, a rare handful of movies where we disagree really on a Twitter. movie and Cody has to pick a side. Right. Chad doesn't have a Twitter. Yeah, but when you did, I feel like you guys yeah. disagreed at points. But yeah, in person, maybe less. But hey, guys movies it's 2021 we're bringing them back hey <laughs> we watched a, we watched a few of them because we had a longer break this time yeah we, we had about a month off which means we um watched a bunch of films um i guess we'll do like round robins there well i'll do one and then we'll rotate back um Fun. yeah so, so Chad, let's try you to talk about your first movie yeah let's try to be light on our feet here Light um, on our feet, yeah. We're gonna want to discuss all of these a lot. Is the problem? But I'm we'll gonna, fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end positive. Okay, okay. so you're gonna start so negative. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with Wonder Woman 1984, a movie mm, that's that not I, the title. I don't know what the title is. It's w- stylized WW84. Okay, well, <laughs> clearly is not the full title. I think it's 19 19- World War 84. I don't remember um, if it's 1984 or just 84. I think it's 1984. It is 1984. Okay. It is. But the okay. the shortened... It's, yeah, it's Wonder Woman 1984. It takes place in 1984. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. The, stop disagreeing with the fact. Um, but did, have you guys heard that like the reason it wasn't Wonder Woman 2 is yeah. so it wouldn't World be... War II. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty interesting. It, yeah. I yeah. mean, but they also could have just named it like... I don't know. Wonder like Woman home, Homecoming, you know, like yeah, Wonder Woman subtitle. Redemption or Wonder Woman Wonder Wish Woman, Rock. Wonder Woman <laughs> sexually assaults a guy who uh, has okay. no control of his body. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman she no is co- bad because she of... defends herself against a rapist. That's not Wonder Woman. what it's doing. I wish you hadn't done those two. Uh, those are, you know, good titles. Um Wonder Woman has no personality outside of her. Boyfriend. Can you just talk about the fucking? Uh, <laughs> what the, the all all better titles is what I'm saying. I am talking about the movie and giving it new titles. Sure. Wonder Woman also like so kind of summarizing the plot a little bit. Wonder Woman Magic Wishing Rock. Wish Wonder- Rock I already did Wonder Woman Wish Rock. Okay, well we were talking over each other, which we've think- never done before. Wonder Never. Woman Wish Rock. If the rock started with a W for some reason, would be a really just satisfying name. No. W-W-W-W? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be Wonder good. Woman wish so, wish Chad hates this movie. I think it's, I think like we kind of talked about it off pod, but I think in a typical year, I would have forgotten about it a week later because I would have just gone to the next movie in the theater. And I don't know. I wouldn't have, I don't have a vendetta against this movie. It's just like kind of bad. I don't know. It's just sloppy and I, and irresponsible 
Hmm. Um, irresponsible, not just from the. Uh, okay, first thing, why could uh, Steve Trevor have not? We, just, we like, said we were apparated. not going to go long, and you brought all of this stuff. But in. why could he not have you're, just? Appar- you're not like, wrong. You're not wrong. It would have made, made more it way sense. Way less complicated. Fine. Yeah, I will give um, you that. You've got this guy. He could have gotten like not not just like the the sexual stuff, but he could have gotten like arrested in a foreign country, and then the then he like loses the body, and then just some guy's body. <laughs> I don't know. It's just irresponsible what they what they what they did. And but but not only that, um, irresponsible in the, when when you have like a cinematic universe and you're trying to be no stop i cannot coherent. i cannot let you even start complaining i think i think it doesn't it's it, this is opinion. it's not patty jenkins fault she just wanted no, to make a not. movie it's like there's no cohesive there's no kevin feige over there who's saying no like, there's not well oh, the, wonder so, woman probably shouldn't just be able to pull powers out of her ass anytime she needs a power for the movie well it's because there is no dc studios right yeah. that that's ultimately the that's problem the, here that's the main problem. there's dc movies made by warner brothers there's not a, a problem is a weird word for it i suppose but well, it's, marvel it's studios has one person. i mean yeah but i mean it's saying like i'm mad that there's not another company that exists feels odd to say i guess i mean not another company it's another division within a company right they they have they sort of have a dc division but it's not it's not a studio the way that marvel is and i think that ultimately leads to a lot of the problems you're talking about and i think one of the other issues that is upcoming is Wonder Woman can't kind of catch a fucking break because, you know, we had Wonder Woman shoehorned in by what happens in um, Batman versus Superman, as is Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. along with Justice League. Now we're going to have a fucking Wonder Woman 3 that I guess has to deal with whatever happens in Flashpoint. Like, so another movie that they're not involved with, if they're going to try to keep it in the same universe, they're going to have to keep connections to, which is Yes and no. Like, I think so many of these problems could have been, could be resolved by just like making this a sequel to Justice League. Like, just set it after the fact. And then, I mean, the 80s setting does nothing for it. I I, I, agree that I don't know what that point was. Other than, like, honestly, barely there or not there for like any reason. I, I uh, think the reason the way of the story more than it like helps the story. I, I think I, that it kind of gives the background of like greed and it's like playing on that. Yeah. Cause there's none of that in 2020. Yeah. But you can't talk about the present and cr- criticize the present. You can only talk about <laughs> racism if you go to the sixties or the exactly. civil war. Right. So Cause it's not I, like the villain in this was supposed to be anybody that we've seen in the news recently. Well, it was supposed uh, to specifically be him as the businessman eighties version. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's also trying to be an eighties superhero movie, I think is the other reason why it's doing what it's doing. It's very, it, pulls elements from the later superman movies and batman returns the problem with that is like the three of us are like pretty big superhero fans and movie Mm -hmm. fans Mm -hmm. how many superhero movies have we seen how many superman like non pre-superman returns how many other than the first superman movie just the the first superman just Just the the first one first one in returns is all and i haven't seen it since it was on tbs in like 2007 so like i don't like 
she can make all of the references she wants. Right. That is just not in my vocabulary. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, she is doing the Batman Returns thing, but it's a, you know, with with making the villains doing the whole thing where, I don't know, but not necessarily as well. And Tim Burton also has a Tim Burton aesthetic, which is part of why that movie yeah. rules. Yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll end positive. I'll say, I'll say what I liked about Wonder Woman 1984. Um, mm-hmm. I like... I love it. And this is kind of a, it's, it seems silly, but it's kind of a lost thing in a lot of modern superhero movies is like, you don't often see superheroes just like saving people. Yeah. That used to be the thing is you'd get the hero shot of Spider-Man, like swinging in and and saving a kid or something. Um, Yeah. Yeah, They basically only save their friends or like the entire world (laughs) or not like watching her save kids in the mall at the yeah. beginning of this movie got me excited and then the movie lost yeah. me um pretty quickly after that but that was a fun opening sequence well second yeah. opening sequence the right. opening sequence was good too yeah it was fine um i, 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 I the movie didn't lose me until a little bit later i think a good like analogy for this movie is like mary poppins returns which we all watched on christmas in theaters yeah. mm-hmm. none of us loved no Cody, I, Cody I, loves it I, I love that movie <laughs> I thought it was like flawed and it is I, I don't think you're wrong but I, like we I watched think... it on Christmas in a movie theater and it felt right. good because it was Christmas and it was a movie theater and our family was around us. it also felt good because it was like Mary Poppins and that's uh, but, but I, I, I mean think... also like the greatest showman is like a yeah. bad movie on paper and maybe yes. even a bad movie on movie it is. But I like could not yeah. stop smiling while watching that movie in theaters I th- on Christmas Day. I think Day. that's a fair point. If we had saw- seen Wonder Woman in theaters, would it have been a good movie? No, I don't. It would have been I, fine, but I think we would have enjoyed it slightly more. I, do I don't know. know that I would have. I, it's hard. It's impossible to say. It's impossible like, to say. I also but think I that if, the spectacle in this movie just it did nothing for me. Yeah. I also think that the discourse is just like extremely harsh. We've been talking about this between. We've the, been talking about the discourse uh, because everybody's had fucking nothing. Cody's to background do right now is beans because of being dad. <laughs> if you're wondering when he recorded this, man, uh, do you think we'll even remember being dad in a week? I, I hope, hope not. So. I fucking hope not. We need real shit to do, and I don't mean. Um, I mean, I'm glad the world. I mean, the world is ending every day still, but like, I don't know. We just need something. To, uh, people yeah, I mean, on, open the businesses. <laughs> I don't, all I, but all like, I'm saying is that on Christmas Day, instead of like spending time with our loved ones and opening presents, uh-huh. we like were at home complaining about Wonder Woman. <laughs> about Wonder Woman. <laughs> businesses, right. it, yeah. it, COVID is very dangerous. I'm saying open the businesses because people are fucking bored and it shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's what should matter. Open the businesses <laughs> so that we don't hear about being dead anymore. Not <laughs> but well also like only I mean, open the key the bean opening businesses. Also like you know our government hasn't helped the businesses at all. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark what did you situation. watch? Um well I watched something I think the plot of this movie is maybe one of the most COVID safe things of all time, which is taking a boat from New York to London. Um, yeah, it's it's about a cruise ship and literally like the movie opens and it like the title screen is let them all talk. And then underneath that, it says September 2019, which well, is its way it, of saying like this is the modern day, but it's right before we all stopped getting on cruise ships. Right. Yeah. Um, it's it's the new Soderbergh movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a book, I think. Um, but it's it's about Meryl Streep, who's like an, an author, 
she has reportedly been uh, writing a sequel to one of her old books yeah. uh, and is in a boat on the way to accept some award because she refuses to fly. Um, so she's on, she's on the boat, boat uh, writing a book and they're trying to figure out what the book is about. But she also invited like three of her oldest friends to come. Two on of the her boat oldest her. friends and her and ne- her nephew. Yeah. Yes. And Lucas her, liter- her nephew. Yes. And yes. her literary agent Gemma Chan has snuck onto the boat. Yes. And followed them there. I mean, the, um, the boat knows she's there. Meryl Streep doesn't yes. know she's there, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the crews know she's there. Lucas, hey, hey Lucas, hey, Lucas Hedges knows she's there. Um, it's a it's a very it's- low key movie. Yeah. Um. And it's just about, you know, like growing old and uh, writing books. I don't know. It's it's honestly been maybe a month since I saw this movie. Um, yeah. But it is it's all filmed with natural lighting on the boat. Yeah. Um, you know, Soder, Soderbergh just knows his way around a camera. He's yeah. working with fantastic actresses. And also it was filmed as the boat was actually going. So like yeah. they also just went on a cruise, which yeah. must be nice. That sounds sounds like really fun. <laughs> if, yeah. Job. I want, God, I want to go back on a cruise. I will wait a while, but I really want to go back on a cruise. Yeah. I, I saw this movie as well. I liked it. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a lot of good actors talking and kind of talking by not talking. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think things. that, I would have more to say about this movie, but there's a twist that happens with like 20 minutes left. And it's arguably is... maybe what makes the movie even more interesting. Yeah, right? but it's yeah. I, I don't want to spoil it, so I won't. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm. Um, So I am going to talk about a movie I saw a little bit ago and that I think both of you have seen now, and it is on Apple TV+, Plus, which has slowly become my... Not my favorite because I guess Disney Plus and HBO Max still exist. But hey, guys, HBO Max or sorry, Apple Plus stuff is good if you watch it. Yeah, it's just nobody did. Ted Lasso rules. Ted Lasso rules. Hey, guess what? Servant, pretty good. Um, I will t- give you updates as I watch the rest of the shows, but I have not been disappointed yet. Defending Jacob was great, right? And apparently Dickinson slaps. They're yeah, about to have a foundation. Um, but anyway, it's called Wolf Walkers. Um, it is a yes. um, animated movie from Cartoon Saloon, which is an animation studio out of Ireland. Um, and it is about a um it's about a British girl in Ireland, right? Yeah, she had, just, she had just moved from England to right. um, Ireland. And uh, so they're, they're Yep. So they're so they're living in this city, and some wolves are causing problems for the villagers. And her dad is a wolf hunter, and then she meets a uh, friend in the woods who is a wolf walker, which means she can um, turn into a wolf. Um, I think you get all that from the trailer and the basic log line, mm-hmm. and it and is like the first five minutes of the movie. In the first too. Five minutes, it, yeah. it hops right into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it is a gorgeous movie. I think mm-hmm. it does some fascinating things with animation where mm-hmm. they are trying to show how wild the wolves are. And so you see some of the like draw lines left. Like they don't clean up the lines. You see like the circles they use to make joints and stuff and they leave it there. Yeah, and like then- I literally like texted Cody and it was like, hey, uh, is this a mistake that they just didn't catch? Right. <laughs> but, but but then the the townspeople are very like rigid, like 
dark lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that stuff's good. I think like it's a it's a fairly simple story, but told really well. It's yeah. it, the soundtrack is gorgeous. It's awesome. Um, Best original uh, Taylor song. Swift listened to it, I guess, before she wrote some <laughs> Evermore. Um, yeah, I think it's a best original song contender. I don't know that there's a ton this I think year. get nominated for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, mean so. I say for sure. I don't know anything for sure this year. I truly, I feel more blind going into this Oscars season than any other year. Well, it's, it's because we're still five or we're still four yeah. months away. You, you the thing true. is, you feel where you would feel in October, November, or September, even. Yeah. Um, you're at about the same spot, but it's later in the year. So you're like, I should know things by now. Um, That's the beginning I'm right of with you. the year. The year you know, yeah, 2020 exactly. is over, but the 2020 film year is not over. Yeah. Which 20, is movies is long. not over for 2020 until February, which is. Busted, I mean, but, but even we're following then, those rules. I my next movie I will mention is like an Oscar contender for a- actors. Yeah. Um, and Chad's movie is an Oscar contender for animated movies. I mean, I think that like, yeah, we've already seen a lot of contenders. It's just that yeah. they're kind of coming out slower. Yes, and they're also kind of just out there. You have to find them. Right. I think and there's a couple big ones that aren't out yet. Yeah. And we're oh, kind for of sure. waiting for those to drop. But yeah, I think you're right. We're yeah. we're talking about Nomad a lot of land and uh Minari. Few other Minari, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so see that one. Wolfwalkers, it's great. It's mm-hmm. short. <laughs> like it's yeah, a very short. good length. And um so unique looking. Like yes, I, I I think it looks gorgeous, and I'm obsessed with the design of it. And I it's my favorite movie of the year. Wolfwalkers and my next movie, uh, mm-hmm. Soul, are both examples of like where I am excited about where the animation industry like world is go is moving towards. As opposed really... to the movie we're discussing in the main episode. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no. I'll kill you. <laughs> so. <laughs> That movie is perfection. Um, yeah. But these two movies are great. Uh, Soul is, you know, just it, the, the, the scenes that take place in like the real world uh, feel almost photorealistic, except for these wildly inventive creative character designs. Like each character mm-hmm. has their own like vibe and. I don't know. I mean, I've I've got so used to like the tangled, frozen, just like monogamous design that to see such monotonous rich... is what he means, listeners. He doesn't mean they are married to one person. That's true. although they are they are not not monogamous. Yeah, to be I, clear. Yeah, I mean, they're, I guess you're right. There not are a no lot of polyamory. Like, no throuples going on in the Disney Pixar world. Sure, fair um, enough. But no, yeah, monotonous or whatever word. <laughs> yeah, monotonous. Use. Yeah. Boring. Similar. Uh-huh. Similar. <laughs> I got so used to these that to like see characters that just like reflect different like I don't know. I'm not, black not, it's people not just, like, is what you're saying. No. No, no, I'm not just saying black people stylized. because like uh, among like one black person to another, it's like you know, you have different body types and different yeah. like expressive yeah. like it's it's not, and like Elsa and Anna basically look the same except their hair is a little different. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um but these are like different shapes and different sizes, different. It, it's beautiful. Right. Um, and then and you that's go not to the, even counting the, yeah, the soul world. Yeah. You go to the soul world and uh, I, I'd say like 
the environmental stuff in the soul world is not so interesting um i don't we, disagree there i think it's we got bland. i think we got spoiled in like coco and other movies oh coco gorgeous uh just really detailed in the uh the afterlife but um and well, so all the, the the environmental stuff is a little boring but the character work and the experimental design of these like it, they're beings. single lines they're single line beings yeah but they're also like essentially 2d well yeah, they're like really interesting yeah it's it's really interesting because they're like multi-dimensional beings mm -hmm. like yeah. like beyond the dimensions that we're used to right yeah. but then like they just look like you know one or two dimensional beings to yeah. us and it's narratively like, they it's said really that they interesting. simplified their essence down yeah. to something right. we could comprehend yeah and it i like i i thing. got that while watching it right uh, yeah which, I, and which I is really great i think it's like um kind of like when when you read wrinkle in time they describe some things like that where it's like it's beyond comprehension but that sort of thing and then in the movie they just like made oprah winfrey really big big yeah <laughs> like so, so it's it's kind of like th this yeah. is the thing that they're playing with and i think i think it's absolutely gorgeous i think the scene where he falls into the soul world is yeah insane the one where he's on the where where he's on the staircase no, the right black and white, the, like the 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 lines are going crazy yeah. and oh, okay. stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely wild. What this? What, I just couldn't believe I was. I couldn't believe I was seeing it on like a you know Disney Pixar movie because it, it is so experimental. It, it all like especially these like beings in the soul world remind me of like the Chuck Jones experimental stuff. Like yeah, sure, really old like. Mm -hmm animation so just stuff we haven't seen in a while i feel like they're or, looser and they're able to experiment more or like salvador dali and walt yeah. disney's like collaboration have you watched that yet mark i, I, I watched, watched it in that. college Ooh, okay it's i'll amazing. send you the name of it after i can't remember the name of it right now chad but it's on disney plus Liv okay. and i watched it it's incredible mm. um but so soul i think too what makes it like good uh, so so i was reading this uh interview with a animator at Pixar. And I think it's the person who animated the short that was supposed to go with soul, which is now on Disney plus uh, burrow, um, which is really good. Um, I don't know if you guys watched that. I don't think I didn't know. Okay. Well, rectify it's your insane mistakes. That you cannot like, you should be able to click down. I noticed this while watching the short for Wally. Yeah. I thought that I would be able to click on the short and then like click down and it's like related things mm -hmm. while that was not I the know. case with presto you, you, no yeah you had Why to not? find it individually I, I think it's dumb i agree i don't disagree but burrow is the one that was supposed to go in theaters with this and it's about a cute little rabbit who is trying to find a home for themselves but presto it's is also about a cute little rabbit right burrow is 2d um as was out as are a lot of things Pixar are doing now. And yeah, there was the, a Kitbull was uh, Kitbull also yeah. was. Yeah. So th that animator who did Burrow was saying like, Hey, at Pixar, we're always trying to push ourselves with animation. And what we've kind of discovered is like, to some degree, we've hit our limit with how photorealistic we could be. We've kind of done yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, that's kind of inarguable when you see New York and Seoul. Like, it, mm -hmm. they, they got it. And, and honestly, and, when you see, even in 2008, when you just see Earth yeah. and Wally, and Wally, it's Wally like, is kind of crazy for how good it is. Yeah. I feel like for those Earth scenes in particular, I might as well be watching a live action movie with like I, VFX, a VFX driven 
Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't disagree. So yeah. what that what what that person was saying was that where Pixar is starting to experiment now is in the 2D space because that's where the most interesting animation is happening. And that's I just want you know to know wild. how excited I got. That's now really cool. are we going to get a 2D Pixar full length film? I don't think so. I would love that. But if if what they're doing is implementing these 2D elements into their 3D movies. I think that's really interesting. And I yeah, think the shorts many, will be a place to experiment. Really, how many times can that really work? You know? I think plenty. Because I think if you look at the Disney Renaissance movies from the 90s, what they were doing was 2D movies implementing 3D effects into yeah. it. So I think it will be fascinating to watch it go the other way. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Pixar is, I think... As much as people clowned on Lightyear, a truly phenomenal idea. It's a good pitch. It is a good pitch. They are mostly, and and even Lightyear falls into, I think they are back into a pretty experimental era, and that is because Pete Docter is now in charge. Um, John Lasseter, who got stuck on doing Cars movies and hugging people too much, like had kind of put Pixar into a samey bubble. They had also kept the same brain trust of the same five white guys for so long. They put Pete doctors now in charge. They are expanding their brain trust. They're letting more diverse voices, women, people of color, et cetera, come into it. And you're going, I think we're seeing a lot of experimentation and so Pixar on what's the experimental about Lightyear. Is it that it's, it's a real person that the movies, the toy is based on. Supposedly, it's just a straight up. They're just trying to make a sci-fi action movie. Like, yeah, it, that's fine. No, that's I know. not experimental. Disney's been doing that for like years. But it is for Pixar, right? Like, it's not. It's not going to be. It's, I mean, it's not experimental. It's like, it's a departure from of, what they've been doing. They're trying to make a full a action way. movie. Yeah, but like, I Bolt is but... a full action movie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's. Is it the most interesting project they're doing? No, but I still think yeah. there is something fascinating with I Lightyear. am glad, like, if they're going to milk the IP of Toy Story. We I'm don't glad, need Toy Story 5. Give us Lightyear yeah, I'm glad they're and give doing us a billion shorts. Different, and I'm glad it's not Tim Allen. Yes. Yeah, yes, I agree with all of that, but, yeah. like, that's a that's an if. We're yeah, exactly. Milk, if you're going to milk Story. Toy Story, which, like, why wouldn't you? It's Why wouldn't if, you? If you're, if you're a company that wants to make money, like, yeah, yeah. Hire, hire somebody to make a movie. I just also, like, Toy Story character. if you could make six. Oh, do you think they're going to do, like, a Woody's Roundup movie? There's a oh, chance. Hold on, I'm back. Or a TV show. <laughs> I, I also think we are definitely going to continue to get Toy Story tunes on Disney+, Plus, which is fine. But, you know, if we have mm -hmm. more Forky Ask a Question, or if we have Bonnie's Room, or any of those... Or just Keep like doing those. Woody and Bo Peep being some bandits. Yeah, you know? I think like do as many of those short things as you want to. Probably yeah. gonna say Woody and Bo Peep just making out. Yeah, maybe. Or that man. Hey, or or that. put that on Hulu. Hands. Hey, all uh, is I good. Think, uh, it made should, me. Yeah, yeah, we, we should, should move, move on. on. We didn't even really talk about like the the like the heart of the movie and the really like kind of adult lesson it deals yeah, with it's and like, it's yeah, not it's, a kids movie it's really so grown at all. up <laughs> but it's good yeah it's it like about like really finding your value in i i got outside of your job yeah style. i'm sorry um it it is crazy the the bait and switch they pull where they think it's going to be like kind of a like you got to find the job that's right for you to like your job doesn't really matter it's just yeah. life is great and you should enjoy it yeah um anyway 
it's, and it's it well it's also like for, so. one hobby doesn't define you either which i, I think yeah. for someone like me is good to hear it's like hey you love movies and that's fine your whole life doesn't have to be movies you can there's do like, other shit and that, that's there's, good there's a couple sequences in this movie that are just like terence malick tree of life levels of just like capturing beauty and like yeah. what's wonderful about life yeah and yeah, yeah. It's all good. You should watch it's the movie crazy. if you haven't already. Hey, Pixar. Good job, guys. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> you, you did a good one. You mostly um, make good movies, but this, you also this made is on a different too. level. Yeah. It's yeah. also Wally. Wally. Oh. But we're not there yet. <laughs> Mark, you got to talk about your second movie. <laughs> yes. I watched. I got uh, the blockbusters. <laughs> you did. Um, I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, how um, was it? It's good. It's great. I really liked it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen an August Wilson play before because I did not watch Fences, and I. Hey, don't Mark, we need to watch Fences, huh? Enough. I do need to watch Fences. I watch well, it. Well, it was nominated for Best Picture in 2016. So yeah. We're um, but it uh, it has Chadwick Boseman's final performance, um, and he is actually really, really it has his final live action performance because his final voice performance yeah, is in Marvel, two episodes Marvel, of what Marvel's yeah. What If. It has his final film performance <laughs> yeah, until yeah, Black yeah. Panther 2 when they fucking CGI him in. I don't know what they're going to do. I I don't know. Um, I, I don't envy being those decision makers. <laughs> no. Um, but it's, it's about musicians in the 30s um, in Chicago. Uh, and it's, it's specifically about uh, Viola Davis, who's Ma Rainey, and Chadwick Boseman, who is Levy, um, yeah, and she's like a player. yeah, a trumpet p- player, kind of just a band member. And the rest of the band members are kind of content to just be band members. But he thinks that he has like a big shot, and that he can like win white people over and make the people like him. Yeah. Uh, and and Ma Rainey, on the other hand, is already famous, and is just um kind of on the other side of that journey from him. Um, right. So it's just she just kind of wants to give, she wants to do what she knows works. She doesn't want to try something new with it. But she also is milking all that she can get out of the the kind of leverage she has over, I have what they want, and what they want is, you know, music. Right. Um, (laughs) I think it's, I think it's very good. And, um, I saw a lot of people complaining about it feeling like a play and my yeah, response of course is, it feels like a play yeah i'm like play. i like plays it's directed I, by the i guy love who... movies that feel like plays yeah like they might be my favorite movies are the ones that feel like they should have been plays well then you should also watch boys in the band because it feels way more like a, a play than this interesting yeah um uh ironically i think both of those are directed by people that won tony's for angels and angels in america fascinating um Anyway, it's great. It's it's directed pl- by a, a play director as well. Yeah, George um, C. Th- Wolf. Yeah, I think this is his first. Uh, it's not feature film, is it not? It's not. No. Um, but it's it's, a, it's really interesting. Yeah. they're making a series of uh, August Wilson movies. Fences is the first. This is the second. Yeah, um, they, he moved the deal to Netflix. It was at HBO for a while, but he's going to make all of the Philadelphia cycle, which is confusing because this movie is set in Chicago, but it is part of the Philadelphia cycle. And it was the play set in Philadelphia? Nope, no. Right. I, so I don't really know. But he basically takes a story to kind of talk about the black experience in 
uh, different decades. So this is 20s. I think Vince's is pretty sure this is 30s, not 20s. It's 20s. I guess was, I guess that makes Vince's sense. 30s? The depression. Vince's were 50s or 60s. I don't know about Vince's. I'll look it up real quick. No, um, I will look it up. Cody, you have a movie to introduce. I do. Um, but Chad, yeah, I recommend Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We hadn't really talked about, we haven't done our due d- diligence and said, hey, Soul, that's a picky recommend. Hey, oh, Wolfwalkers, yeah. that's a picky recommend. Let them all talk. Ma Rainey, both picky recommend. But not Wonder Woman 1984. No, me and Mark, I think, like it well enough, but not enough to be a best picture, um, you know, best picky whatever um so the movie that i'm gonna talk about next is called um promising young uh, okay ma rainey's black bottom is 1920s um fences is no i wasn't trying to do that i fences is the 1950s okay Okay, i couldn't Um, find it anywhere so he does the 1900s until the 1990s so they're not connected in any way other than just thematically dealing with similar things um which is the african-american experience throughout the 20th century um okay so philadelphia philadelphia promising young woman is um good i Um, really want to see this movie but i can't find a place to see it did you rent it or did you you went to a theater to see it? Right? Uh, there is no comment on how I watched this film. Um, but no, it's not it's not streaming anywhere for free. It is not streaming anywhere for free. It will be on VOD soon. Olivia and I, no joke, saw it in a theater, but we were truly by ourselves. Nobody else bought a ticket, um, which ruled um, because I felt very safe and I didn't have to pay $100 to do a private screening, <laughs> but I still got it. Um but it is um, directed by Emerald. I can't remember her last name, but she was a showrunner for one of the seasons of um, Killing Eve. Um, it stars Carrie Mulligan as someone who is basically taking revenge on men for their bad actions of taking advantage of women. Um, that's kind of the loose premise. It's got a lot of um, colors and a lot of like a pop soundtrack it opens with a charlie xcx song so i was in immediately i think it is a movie that will be divisive to some degree because it makes some pretty big choices and there were some times where i was like i don't know about this exactly and then it still ended up winning me over um but i think it's incredible i think carrie mulligan's awesome in it um we don't see her in modern day movies that often. So it was interesting to see her play this. Um, the director's name is em- Emerald uh, Fennel, by the way. Fennel, okay. Um, Carrie Mulligan was similar to me, to Kira Knightley, where I didn't know if they could play modern. Um, and she does, and it's really good. Bo Burnham's in it. There's a lot of, um, and he's, he's really good. Um, and then there's a bunch of like, guys you recognize who show up um sam Richardson, comedy guys in adam this, right? brody yeah. yeah max greenfield um yeah it's uh it's a really good movie um i highly recommend uh watching it um when you guys get the chance yeah. and i'm sure we'll have more to talk about when you do um but i think it's wally time boys 
Wally. That was pretty that was pretty good. good. That wasn't horrible. You sounded like someone else for a minute. Like some other creature. Oh, you like sounded Stitch. like E.T. No, you sounded like E.T. E. Huh. E.T. Yeah. E. and Wally do sound the same. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I just want to say, this is my third movie about a lonely space creature and would have been my fourth if we started in 1982 with E.T. Uh, so this is the Iron Giant, Lilo and Stitch, uh, yeah. Wally yeah. trilogy. Um, um, all about lonely space space creatures who just want to be loved in some way or another. Um, well, you could maybe call uh, Sunshine about a lonely space creature. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> like that, that's the thing. I, I tend to like space movies where it's people feeling lonely and sad and isolated. It's almost like there's something there for me. Mm. Um, but it, Wally. In this economy? In this economy. Um, so, Wally. What Wally. happens in Wally? Wally, he he's a little trash robot. Well, do do we wanna do we wanna talk about our experiences with the movies? I was just gonna do the plot fast. We never figure out how to drop plot and whether it's even necessary. Well, can to I do, do the plot very quickly? Sure. Yeah, let Mark do the plot. He has nine before. Um, there's a little. It's it's what, uh, thirteen hundred years in the future, something like that. What the maybe? I don't yeah, know. it's it's twenty one. <laughs> 20 was like the last year on earth or something like that so it's 700 it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 700 years it's like behind yeah. that. it's centuries from now sure uh yeah. humanities left the earth because there's too much trash yep. they left one robot on earth to clean up the trash yep uh no they left more but i think they the left more but i think he's, I think the, he's the only the one, one still working yeah because yeah. yes. he takes um, the parts off of other robots they left yes he does so for about 30 minutes we watch a robot pick up trash it's beautiful it's like the, uh, it's it's like the best achievement in filmmaking ever is the opening 30 minutes of i i hate to say it's the best part of the movie is when a robot is picking up trash for 30 minutes um and then uh a newer robot shows up uh they fall in love he yep. hands her a plant and then she shuts up and it gets picked up by a big spaceship and he climbs on board it goes to the big spaceship where all the humans are yeah it's basically hey a cruise ship again mm -hmm. um and then they realized that, hey, if there's a plant on board, we can go back to Earth. Right. But then, surprise, the guy who made the spaceship decided, hey, let's not go back to Earth. There, there's no hope fun. on Earth. It doesn't matter if we've figured out that life can come back. Um, that is what he says. Yes. Um, so, so then the spaceship... And how how from two thousand one to space odyssey? It is just like, how. It it's, is just how. It's how. But do you know what how's voice is? Is it a person uh, we know? No. It's, Hold on. Explain this to me. It's Macintosh. Mac, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac Macintosh, which is like Got before it. iPhones had Siri, Apple would do like Macintosh, which is like Microsoft Sam, but yes. Mac. Because Wally's, uh, this was when sound is also like the Mac startup sound. Yes, because this yes. is when Steve Jobs was still on the board at Pixar and when he had the most control there. Yeah. So it was they actually, to continue this thread, hired the guy who like designed the iPhone and stuff to design to help design Eve. Yeah. Um he and, did like the designs for her. And she feels very she feels very modern in a way that Wally doesn't. Right. Um, but anyway, they're a hijinks. They recruit a team of uh, defunct robots to help them bring yeah. the planet or bring the plant back to the, whatever hole it's supposed to go in that will yep. put the ship back towards Earth. 
Yep. And then they go back to Earth and they go back to Earth. they're going to grow um, pizza trees. Good Lord. And make robot <laughs> the, babies. I don't think I had watched the end credits sequence like the first time I watched this movie. Oh, pretty. It's incredible. It's like it's great. the new civilization being born told through like cave drawings and then through like mosaics and like yeah. as time progresses, like just tracking the new humanity on the new Because I kind of want Wally so too. Cool. I, I like do too. Yeah, I was I, it's a perfect movie, it. and it could stand alone. But like, I or a short. It's weird that like Wally and Ratatouille are like yeah, the I two mean, that don't get touched at all for whatever. Well, they reason. they have the Bernie short, which I watched. Of course, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It's no Wally. Is that, is that a Wally short? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, it's a, so when they go out to space and they're doing the fucking gorgeous like mm-hmm. dance in space stars. with the fire yes. extinguisher yeah. and they go back in the door shuts and there's a ro- little robot who can't go in the short is a his story <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cute it's fun. which i watched bernie a few weeks ago maybe like a month or two ago just randomly because i saw it was on um yeah. disney plus yeah and then i was like oh i guess like do I remember that character? I don't even know how I remember that character. And yeah. so watching Wally this time, I was like, oh, there's the guy. And then he's just there's gone. Bernie. Like yeah. it is two seconds. <laughs> it's of the two movie. seconds. It's incredible. I, I, Disney Plus is very good about that of mm-hmm. like, hey, I kind of just want to watch a short. You know, like I love just throwing yeah. out shorts there. I'm a, yeah, I've, I've scrolled through shorts. and then been like, oh, there's a Pixar short I haven't seen. And yeah. 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 Hey, shorts. It's a good medium animated shorts i yep. try and watch the live action shorts sometimes for oscars and then it's always like a school shooting a kid is sad <laughs> and i'm like i'll go back to that well, those animated. sound like bad short film there's there's incredible live action short films i'm like, sure like new I, filmmakers and like yeah i'm sure that's why certain people have oscars and then we find out about them and then they've had an oscar i can't remember is it there's somebody i don't know there's a couple somebody's uh, yeah but I, I just michael jordan <laughs> nope kobe bryant <laughs> right <laughs> the one that's dead <laughs> right uh and glenn Keane was the animator on that one um but yeah so i i like shorts um but wally is lo- a long it's a long <laughs> we should call full-length movies longs all right <laughs> Agreed. What's your favorite long? <laughs> I don't know. I like a lot of longs. Um, I like the short longs better than the long longs, personally. I love short longs compared to long longs. I don't like long shorts, though. Long shorts feel worse than Dude. long longs. <laughs> Every honestly. time, again, when I try yeah. and when I try and do the Oscar shorts, sometimes I'll be like, okay, good. Five minutes. You get that short thirty length. minute or, short film. The, like what yeah. the hell? Or you get Crunch Bird, which is a short from the sixties that. That's 10 seconds long, which is perfect. Crunch Bird but is then, yeah, perfect. there's the th- um, and Crunch Bird 2 is also good. Uh, not, just just for I, Crunch Bird 2. When I worked for the, the film festival, any short that was like longer than 30 minutes, it had to be really good because do you mean like 30 sitting, minutes? Yeah. Like you guys would sometimes get ones longer than 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, like, sir. Like 45. That's just irresponsible. No. But no like one wants po- that at a short film. That's a TV. Our yeah. policy that's a TV. Was, <laughs> our policy was basically like if it's longer than like 15 minutes, yeah. it's not going to play in a short block. Because it, guess like, what? Has I've to watched play a sh- with a short movie. A short movie. Because I have gone to film festivals where they play shorts before and wanted to 
dunk my head into a toilet <laughs> because I was like, this is going on too long. I am now annoyed going into the movie that I came here to watch. Um, that sucks. You don't want that. But do I think they should bring shorts back for every movie in theaters? I kind of do. Let's bring yeah. them back. <laughs> I think it'd be a great place to like support young filmmakers. It's like people yeah. who... And then, the, and then it's like, oh, that short that played before Avatar 3, The Way of the Land. Um, Way of Water is the second Avatar. Chad. I know. I said Avatar 3, The Way of the Land. Well, that is not the name. I am it is the seed bearer. Is... We already know the sequel's names. We, okay. No, we know all Fuck. five. Okay. Hey, we cannot do <laughs> okay. this. No, we can. We can. A veto on this. <laughs> so no, we when can. When you go see the seed bearer, Avatar 3, um, and there's a short film in front, and it's like, oh, um, millions and millions of people saw this because they all went to go see Avatar, and a lot of people like yeah. it. Let's get that guy a movie deal. It's like how uh, for a while or the, that girl, the, the best-selling game, the best-selling games of all time are like Snake and Brick Breaker and Wii right. Sports because they came with every phone oh, you right. bought. Yes, yeah, and yeah. like Solitaire and like Pinball. Right. Um, I mean, that that's literally what happened with Bao. Domi Shi directed that movie, and now she's getting Turning Red, which is... Yeah. Uh, and an do you guys film. know... It's a good model the, for, like, growing talent. It's The director and, and, of Presto has gone mm -hmm. on to direct Storks. Ah, mm, that, that's a bummer. But Sometimes it, it doesn't always work. Presto <laughs> but, was incredible, by the way. Presto is a good short. We, I, It was mandatory that we had to watch yeah. the short film. I, I think we didn't do it with Finding Nemo, but I think anytime we cover a Pixar movie going forward, or Makes even sense. a Disney movie, if it has a short that went with it, we need to watch the short that went with if it. If someone picks Coco, our... do we have to watch Frozen's Winter Wonderland or whatever it is? It's called Frozen. Speaking of long shorts. It's called Olaf's Frozen Adventure, and it was meant to be a TV special. And it's I not was, bad. It's I was, just annoying that it was in front of Coco. I was pissed off when I had been sitting watching a movie for 20 minutes that wasn't the movie I, know. I came I know. to watch. I, I, that is completely valid. It's not that bad. <laughs> That's the fine. Thing. Yeah. If I wanted to watch a Frozen sequel, it's like sure. But what's what was worrying is after that, people were so pissed that Disney removed shorts from in front of its animated movies and Pixar movies for about two years, and that really freaked me out. And then Disney Plus launches, and they do the Pixar Spark shorts, and I'm like, okay, at least we're seeing them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Then you had the Disney ones. Um, I think I we're forgot what those back were called. Normal now. But then Maybe Burrow was supposed better, to come out. Yes, yeah. Burrow was supposed to come out with Soul. And I think we'll have that going forward. But I also think now that we have HBO Max, Disney Plus, and now Netflix is doing a lot of shorts now, I think short films are going to be more readily available. We're about to, we're, we're two weeks away from getting Pixar popcorn, which is random shorts set in. Pixar universes we've seen before. All so, right, hold on. This is enough about shorts. Can you just read yeah. the name of the Avatar sequel? Yes, I will. Have I've had a, it pulled off. A one-word <laughs> reaction up. to each title. Okay, okay, uh, here oh, we I, go. I get a one-word. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, so I've you heard these before. You don't, you don't know them. I just know Way of the Water, and you told me Seed Bearer oh, or Jesus. something. Okay, so we have Avatar One, right? Hey, yeah. Chad, those uh, are the normal Avatar. ones. I hate to say. <laughs> yep, they the are. last, the last Airbender. Yeah. So we have Avatar: The Way of Water. That one's set in the ocean. Then we have Avatar: The Seed Bearer. Incredible. Okay. Incredible name. Sure. Avatar the Tolkien writer. Hold on. The Tolkien. E-U-L-K-U-N. Tolkien. Oh, so not Lord of the Rings. Not Lord of the Rings. Okay, good. The Tolkien writer. I'm assuming it's a beast of some sort. And then finally, we're wrapping up the saga with Avatar the Quest for Awa. 
hey, guess what? These sound good as fuck. I'm not going to lie. I'm into them. Gosh, he's he's really building that world. Good. I've been to Pandora. It slaps ass. Do whatever you want. Drown Kate Winslet, I guess, is what you want to do. Remember a dog's purpose when they like drown that dog? Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. I hey, forgot about that. I forgot hey, how guys, bad discourse has always been. <laughs> do you guys remember Dog's Journey when it was a trailer and there was a fucking CGI cougar standing next to the dog in it? <laughs> yeah, it was yep. fucked up. He makes friends with a bobcat or something. We do need to get back on track, but I feel like I should properly brag to Cody that I have pulled off the year of no CGI animals. I know. Luckily, we'll get into it later, but luckily, 2021 we've got fucking Clifford coming, so I'm glad you're done with that. Um, I'm not watching Clifford. No, you are. (laughs) Have you seen how fucked up Clifford looks? You've got to see it. I think that that was a test, right? Like, I don't think they're actually... No, that's what Clifford looks like. They were like, what if we make Clifford red, but make him a dull red so it does look like bloodstains? Let's not make him vibrant blood and let's so, make him look like a real dog and not a fucking tune. So, so it ever, looks like everyone... you gave your dog like a tomato paste bath yes. after a skunk sprayed it. Uh-huh. But it's huge. It's a building-sized dog. Everyone's talking about the like color of him looking like bloodstained fur. He looks fucked but up. It, it, it does. It looks bad. But I think what's most disturbing to me is that's not like a grown dog big. That's like a puppy big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's and big as a puppy. I don't like that. No, no, no. Clifford no, as a puppy no. is canonically small. Uh, you're right. Big. You're right. Yeah. Clifford, the- the, Clifford as a puppy is the size of like a car. Not no, no, no. In the in the shows, in the show, in Clifford Puppy Days, he is the he is same size as a, a regular puppy. A regular puppy, canonically. Yeah, canonically. I forgot. And then he which, grows. He just doesn't stop growing. Which brings me to why would you make a movie, a TV show about a regular size Clifford? <laughs> I know he's red. I know. I know. The whole the, the whole bit with Clifford was like, what if he was big? And they were like, okay, so your only pitch now is there is a dog who is big and red. And they were like, yes. And also the spinoff, he is small. He is normal dog. They said you like Clifford because he's red, right? And everyone said, and big. And they were like, mm, okay, but well, red, yes, but red, yes. Um, so we are excited for lots of movies coming, most specifically Clifford and Avatar. We've I thought Cinema was the... dead, but we're it's back, baby. It's back. Yeah. Um and don't forget the way of the the quest for Weiwei or whatever comes out in 2022. Awa. No, quest for Awa doesn't come out till 2020. No, but the original plan for that sure, 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 sure. was like okay. 2019. Way of Water yeah, comes original... out in 2022. The first Avatar 2 was supposed to be like 2011. And then it just guys, I know I know it's the joke to complain about it, but these movies are gonna rule and everybody's gonna have to shut the fuck up about them because they're gonna be good. I'm gonna watch them. (laughs) I'm gonna watch them. I think it's really funny to to think that in like 2010 when it was announced, everyone was like, Do we really want five Avatar movies? And now a decade later, we are still (laughs) 10 years away from the last Avatar movie coming out. But but and we're so pumped. Uh, yeah, at least us and some other people we know have flipped completely and are like, you know what? Fuck it. Give it to us. Like, it, that's crazy. Well, like, for me, l- it, let it him came do from it. like, ugh, I'm annoyed to like, let's just get it over with. Like, just release it already. Like, what are you doing? I just think it's going to be insane that on certain years or on odd, or on 
sorry, on odd years, we get Star Wars films. And on even years, we get the equally huge franchise Avatar films. <laughs> like those are going to be our two Christmas franchises from the Walt Disney Corporation. It's fascinating. Imagine um, like telling yourself that in 2010 when like the prequel trilogy was over, Avatar sequel disliked. didn't seem likely. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, huh, strange. I guess this Marvel thing doesn't pan out. Um, <laughs> um, back to Wally. Right. <laughs> so Wally is an incredible movie. It's one of those movies that I think we've talked about other things because A, we haven't talked in a month podcast wise, yeah. but also it's a movie that's so good. There's not a ton to say. I have in no ways. notes, honestly. I, I think it's I mean, incredible. I- our podcast has already had more words than the movie does. <laughs> yes, that's true. I, it shouldn't work that it's silent the whole time, but guess what? It does actually because Pixar knows how to make shorts that are mostly silent, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing for that first. Well, time. and like you talk say about it's silent, it's not really silent. It's not really silent, like, but it's well, robot a noises. the robots have their own way of communicating with each other, and it sometimes um, involves actual words, but rarely. Yeah. But not um, when it was just Wally on the planet. Not when it was just Wally on the planet, yeah. But there's still like you know he rolls past like the the TV third lead is a cricket stuff. <laughs> or, or or a cockroach. The I third lead the, is a cockroach. The third lead is the the captain is is the captain. Okay, yeah. cockroach is like gets fourth. Or maybe he is fourth cockroach maybe gets the and <laughs> because he's in the <laughs> beginning and the end. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Mo introducing cockroach Mo steals the show anytime yes. Mo's on screen. Mo's great. Mo steals the show. Um, Wally's voice was done by Ben Burt, Burt, who created lightsaber noises. He's yeah. a very yeah. famous um, sound designer. Uh, I I know someone that went to church with Ben Burt, and uh, she she talks about when she was a kid, it, they were like making the fan of the right. attack of the clones. She's so one of she, the voices. She's one of the voices that's like, no, Master Anakin. <laughs> yeah, in the in the the scene. Oh no, no, no. I think she's in the Kenobi scene. The uh Oh yeah, the, I think she's in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh Master uh, Kenobi lost has the lost planet. the planet. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> God, Yoda was an asshole. Um, oh, it's crazy. No, I love teasing. him when he is an asshole. He's teasing. Like, that is uh, the prequel Yoda is often boring, but yeah. best Yoda is little asshole Yoda, mm. which is the originals and last Jedi. Anyway, which like I, I thought the jump from stoic Jedi to like insane person who like hits R2D2 with his cane and says, mine, mine. I thought that was unrealistic until I spent a year inside my apartment because of the right. Virus. <laughs> right. now I know. Now you relate to if I Yoda. spent 30 years on Dagobah and never yeah. saw another person, I'd be insane. Have you seen thick unit Yoda from High Republic? He's like thick and middle aged. Is Yoda actually a character? He's in High Republic. Oh. He's not a main character, but he's just in it. Is this comics? Um, comics books. and books. Yeah, yeah. Cool. They put out a trailer, which was like some lady talking over pictures of of characters. Guys, books like aren't movies. Drawn. I don't understand why are why are TV shows trying to be books with Book of Boba Fett, and why is book trying to be movies with trailer? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, no, there's been mo- there's been book trailers forever. I remember seeing a trailer for the Artemis Fowl book in front of like a Disney movie <laughs> in like 2001. It's bizarre. Um, so this Wally is a romance. Yeah. Mostly, I think, and yeah. I, I think that's part of why I adore it. I the, 
the B plot is saving the planet and the yes. A plot is like holding hands with Eve. I, and like their romance feels so nice and so pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's like a warm blanket. Yeah. Um, it's so cool because early on in the movie, like Wally is just lonely. You know, he yeah. just has his little cricket friend and then he sees the first robot he's probably seen in 700 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loves her. He falls in love with her. And like, he falls in love with like her specifically. Like he right. gets on the ship where they've collected like 20 other Eves and he is like, no, I want my friend. Like I no, want that friend. Eve, I, I love, I love Eve. Yeah. yeah. And then Eve loves Wally. Yeah. Like she, she like, oh gosh. When, when Wally like dies kind of, and Eve is like, calling out wally and is trying to fix him like what trying a to gut like punch trying to like show him all his things that he likes like the the lighter and the bra oh when, when he stuff. has lost his memory and yeah. god it's heartbreaking like it's so good oh were you talking about a different part like on the show well when he's dead like when he's like crushed or whatever and right. she's calling out for him and is mm-hmm. like scared and then he fixes then she fixes him mm-hmm. and then he has no memory yeah um that that's it's and it's incredible. amazing how like just from his posture changing a little bit, it, you're communicating that like he doesn't remember. You know, you know it's not our Wally. You know, yeah, it's just it's just a reboot, the pre-programmed like. Robot. And yeah. that's the other Pixar thing is that they animate like not only is it a inanimate object like mm-hmm. theoretically, but it's also like not even a something that we are used to. Right. So it's like yeah. here's a robot cool also it has a character and it doesn't like talk like for the first act of the movie you know exactly what wally is thinking yeah the entire time and he never talks and like it's I just love... like the way his eyes move and the way his yeah. like shoulders yeah. move and the way his head spins around i, I love that spin he, around. he he hooks the cooler on his back and he goes mm-hmm. out to do his job and when he sees something he likes he keeps it and that's yeah. just it's incredible yeah. I, I love I, I, like that he has a collection I mean, this, not to be too highfalutin, but like a a movie like this is why animation exists. It does things that live action can't necessarily. And I I think like being able to express those things on a fucking trash robot and me be so emotionally like upset at the end and for me to love Wally as a character, like I I think it's a magic trick not to connect it to the short that played in front of it. Um, but yeah, I think it is a bit of a magic trick and I think it's a phenomenal movie. And I think that if 2008 is kind of a fulcrum point at the Oscars, which we'll talk about more um, with- We will, Mark's that'll pick. come up with my pick in the Oscar pick, I'm sure. Yes, but I also do think that if the field was expanded to 10 at this point- Wally would have been nominated for Best Picture as well because Up gets nominated the next year, Toy Story three gets nominated into twenty ten, and then we no, and then no animated movie ever gets nominated ever again. There is a thought that Soul may break that this year. It should it's which great. would be fascinating. It's one of the um, best movies this year for sure. I agree. I just wish Wolf Walkers also broke into it, but mm. we'll see. I doubt it just because it's not a Pixar movie. You know. Yeah. I, I don't disagree, but yeah. um, so I is I it think, any more or less deserving? No, but like no, is right, it, yeah, yeah. I I think in an expanded field, Wally really would have made it in. I think it, this mm-hmm. there's there's weirdly a contingent of people who don't seem to like Wally that much, which breaks well, my heart. 
Is it so, people who get bored with the no talking? There's people who get bored with the no talking and then people who think that the middle and end are not that good. And my mm-hmm. opinion is it's all good. <laughs> so yeah. it's I all good. I, I, so we, personal experiences, I saw this in theaters. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I don't remember much. I, I, in hindsight, I gave it on Letterboxd like three stars, kind of like as my memory of, of seeing it. Bad take. Yeah, horrible take. <laughs> You're but wrong. I think, I think that like I was probably bored by the no talking. Sure. But then when they started talking, I realized that I didn't, I wasn't interested in the plot. Probably because I didn't watch the first half of the movie. <laughs> right. All right. Which is fair. Yeah. But I think it is kind of a tough sell for kids. I think so. Um, in ways, I think it's, I think it's a hard sell. Like if you're 10 to 17, right? Because I think younger. if you're, a, if you're younger, you're used to watching things that just beep at you and mm-hmm. don't really talk and you don't know what they're saying anyway. I, I think, think it would still work. There's a lot of like physical comedy throughout that really works too. I, I mean, think, it's in, very like, inspired by like Buster Keaton and yeah, Charlie Chaplin yeah. stuff. Um, Wally, Wally has a letterbox <laughs> because his favorite movie is My Fair Lady, which is fun. Um, yeah, I he like love loves that. culture and music, right? Yeah. And I, like I part of the love... movie is is about like going back to Earth and rediscovering Earth from right. a news perspective. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when the captain finds out, he like also watches all of these things and he says, what is dancing? What is earth? What is mm-hmm. dirt? Right. And he like basically pulls a mark and stays up all night reading Wikipedia pages. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's good. I, I also love that Wally, you know, he's like on year 700 of quarantine on earth and um, he, he just watches movies all day. And right. I, I love that. <laughs> and then I love that his first interaction with another person is just showing her all of his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like just like, hey, I have this. Look at the because like me, my Funko Pops. Me on like day <laughs> three hundred. Uh, anytime I like FaceTime family or something, it's usually just like showing them like new furniture, new things I've bought online. It should have brought my, my I should have brought my Grogu into the recording, which Chad and I both have the same Grogu that we got. We do for have Christmas. the same one. It's very cute. Yeah, we should have brought it to yeah. show Mark in a similar way that Wally mm-hmm. shows his toys. I think I've seen at least one of your Grogu's. Yeah. Uh, I posted Chad pictures on yeah. the Slack. Yeah. And, and I think I saw Cody's when he talked earlier this week or last week or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I also sent a Snapchat when I opened it on yes. Christmas Day to our group. Um, but yeah, so I... Wally's one of my best friends <laughs> i don't know he, he's a great character okay um, cody uh don't do this to me but i'll answer a gun to two characters heads you have to pick which one gets shot <laughs> why'd you have to do that wally and stitch and oh, the gun fuck you the gun is the iron giant and he has to be <laughs> right iron giant is a gun in this situation iron giant is a gun um hey guys remember how the point of iron giant is that he doesn't he's want to not be a gun, gun yeah and then ready player one is like so what if what he's if, a gun what if it was the coolest <laughs> fucking gun you've ever seen like i don't know ready player one is fine like it's not horrendous but that part always bothers me a little yeah. bit um, it's also i don't know it's not that great yeah, it's, it's, it's got some very, cool sequences yeah, yeah it's it's got well-directed action it's almost yeah. like steven spielberg knows how to direct action yeah. Um, it's just he also knows character better than that movie. Let, kind of lets him. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. 
uh, st- I don't want to answer this question. Stitch or Wally? Stitch. I mean, it's Stitch, but and then you can replace wait, wait. the parts and Wally. And Stitch then- got shot or no, Wally no, no. got shot? Stitch. Stitch. Okay. Stitch. Stitch is the one I would say. Okay. Well, but- bad take. Stitch is bulletproof. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but, but is Wally the Iron Giant laser beam proof? Mm. Yeah. Could could That's it be sliced? I don't know. That's a good I, I don't know. They they're both great. I mean, I, I I have a Mount Rushmore of space friends, and it's E. T. Stitch, Iron Giant, and Wally. Um, they're on my Mount Rushmore. So, um, let's let's wrap it up. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? Again, it's one of those. I forgot how. What is the song that starts this movie? It's beautiful and it's perfect and it's wonderful. I don't know. It's- I mean, it's the My Fair Lady song, right? Yeah, it, it, I think so. I think it. I think it's that one, and it just sets this tone that you're just in for a treat. And the music just never lets up. The animation's gorgeous. It um, is put on your Sunday clothes from Hello Dolly. Yeah. Okay, from Hello Dolly. Yeah. Um. I love the use of like real people footage, like the Fred Willard yeah, stuff. Yeah. Really works well. Um. And even the way that they like transitioned from like, I think the idea is basically that 700 years passed and people just look different now. So mm-hmm. the way that they mm-hmm. had like the captains on the wall, like as they got like lazier and fatter and right uh, and a little more cartoony. I also think that in my plot synopsis, I said that the captain says that he can't go back to Earth because the Earth is too bad. Uh, but I honestly, because it's not like the government should sent this ship out. It's B and L, which is by and large. It's like Walmart. But if you look at out. the planet, B and L like took over everything. Like it's like the B and L bank, the B and L. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. that. It's every but, building's as B and L on it. It becomes like, a corporateocracy is the idea. Yeah. It, it's exactly. like if Amazon, you know, continues on the trajectory it's right. currently on. Right. And I'm going to be incredible in like 200 years when Amazon destroys the planet. And uh, uh, then someone finds like Wally as like this ancient artifact and they're like, they huh. knew this was going to happen. <laughs> right. right, <laughs> like, right. What? Um, yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah. By and large, I think shows up in a couple other Pixar stuff. Um, yeah. Um, but it's, 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 oh, it's okay. very anti. You know, over capitalism. Yes. Uh, it's and it's also like all of the people on the ship are like obsessed with their tablets and their screens, yeah. and like you know, right. they're like sitting next to each other and FaceTiming. Which and there's um, the one and- thing I loved about this movie, and you might think I'm insane for saying this, but it reminded me of the uh, Dougie Jones sequences in um, hmm. Twin Peaks: The Return. Where like Wally and Dougie are two characters who just like stumble into situations where they accidentally change people's lives for the better. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it's constantly happening. Like Wally just like runs into somebody and he like says hi and accidentally turns off their tablet and then he forces two <laughs> people to like meet. to fall in love. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah stuff yeah. like that. And, like I don't know. I think Dougie Jones and Wally are both influence like you said by like the buster keaton era so it makes sure. sense that i connected those two because they're both like branches off of that yeah type of thing but yeah. i will i will not wait into any twin peaks season three i will not fall into that oh well, that's a great movie you should watch it <sighs> oh, murder you. i have not seen any twin peaks other than the pilot um but, but you're right pilot. and but it, it very much has like a 
like soul-ish message at times of like, you know, just enjoy the world around you. Like take a look up. And there's ways it could feel preachy where it's like everybody's looking at their screens and we're buying too much shit and whatever. And it's like- I think that I was turned off by that as like an eighth grader. But I think like it is, but it's fine. I don't know. I I think that's kind of where I land I think that as an eighth grader, I was like, this is dumb. But now as like, you know, an adult, I'm like trying not to look at my screen because no one's talking on the TV. So so I'm like, oh, phone time. No one's talking. And it's like, that's the opposite of what should happen. All right. right. And I don't know. To me, it's like, it's also these particular people in Wally who are just looking at their tablets and going to play virtual golf and doing all these like that. What else are they going to do on the space cruise? Cause they don't mm-hmm. have earth. They don't right. have but, life. But so, I like, think that the, the like creator of the spaceship at one point made the decision, like I would prefer everyone stay and be numbed by their culture and their like, uh, yeah. you know, little yeah. screens then go back and try to rescue Earth. Yeah, and that's these, the these bravery people... of the captain is is deciding that no Earth is worth saving and Earth is like yeah. this cool thing with like dirt and sky and, and dancing. pizza. And, and pizza trees. And, and, and these people once they like learn to enjoy life, they they turn away from these tablets. It it feels more anti-corporation and anti that yeah. like oppressive control yeah. than it does just like, oh, teenagers are stupid. Yeah, no. Time. I mean it, it it does. I I don't disagree. It yeah. it, it walks the line very well. Yeah. Um, I don't so, think that the messaging was ever intended to be, oh, put down the damn tablet. Like, no, no I but so. I was 14. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So that's what I felt like. Um, so let's do our quick wrap-up stuff. This is, um, let's do uh, Best Picture Alumni. So who do we have? We got Putting John Ratzenberger way. as the boy. Yep, there we go. Um, who else? To the director... Yes, Andrew Stanton directed Finding Nemo. Okay. Um, he has made four films. Finding Nemo, um, Wally. The captain, I know, is the guy from Kirby Enthusiasm. He's not in anything else, right? No, so. he'll, he'll be in, I don't know that we're talking about Toy Story 3, but he's the unicorn in that. Um, what's his name? Oh, right. What the fuck is his name? I know I him. Know. Jeff, yeah, Jeff. Jeff Garland. Garland, there it is. Yeah. Um, I like Jeff Garland. Yeah. Um, I've been watching through Curb. Uh, uh, yeah, past few weeks. It's so funny. I just finished huh. season two last night. Oh, um, Andrew Stanton directed Finding Nemo, Wally, John Carter, Finding Dory. <laughs> so, um, and then some episodes of like Stranger Things and stuff. So we'll see what he does post Finding Dory. I'm I'm interested. Uh, so Cape Check. Are there any? Yeah. How many? Who voices me? Two. Um, I don't know. Oh, here's my other complaint from a uh, 14-year-old me. Was yeah. very confused that her name was Eve, but Wally said Eva. I thought that he was saying her name wrong. Well, he, it's just how he pronounces his V. Yeah, I, I realize that now. Eva. Yeah. Um, Eva. Uh, is, is Jeff Garland in a superhero? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know who's in this movie. So, um, John Ratzenberger is an Incredibles oh, one and two. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> forgot uh, you. That's that's where you got me. Yep. Um, there is one more, and it is Sigourney Weaver, who oh. plays the ship's computer. Yeah. Oh. What superhero thing is she? In? We've done this before, haven't we? Uh, I don't know that we've talked about no, because Sigourney no, Weaver was not a, a alumni. 
you guys are going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you going to say aliens? Is You're going to say hero movie? You're going to say no, no, Ghostbusters? No. no, no, no. This is not Cody cheating. This is you guys forgot this existed. What she is, is in the crossover event, The Defenders. She is like kind oh, of the yeah. villain of that. She's like, the which I don't really lady. remember what she does really uh, in it. You see, I did not forget that. I never you knew know. that. <laughs> oh, got it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so, she's like uh, in charge of the hand. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really remember the what defenders. Was, what was the hand? I know they were like ninjas, but like, what were I, they trying to do? I remember every individual season of the Marvel shows more than I remember the defenders. It's it's really weird. I don't I remember, remember the defenders it being fun. Me too. But anyway, so mm. this movie made $533.3 million on a $180 million budget. That is what we call a hit. But it is still one of the lower grossing Pixar, which is really interesting. That's such a shame. It's like, I, I think it is the best one. That is my opinion. And I love most of them. But mm-hmm. I think Wally's the best one. I think this, Coco, and Soul, those three are just like set apart for me. But the Toy Stories are also good, too. It's hard yeah, to Yeah, Toy like... Story 2 is is my number two. It's it's very hard. Yep. Like, the... You're also discounting like Monsters, Inc. and things that I like grew up with. I, yeah, I, I know, but like I do think Soul and Soul has a recency bias. I'll acknowledge that. Yes, the Soul, Coco, and Wally. There's just something. There's just a different energy about them, where they're yep. just they feel they feel more grown up and they feel better to me. My top. But it's hard to say that anything's better than Toy Story two or four. <laughs> my my top ten really quick is Wally, Toy Story two, Incredibles, Toy Story four, Ratatouille, Coco, Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Incredibles two, Toy Story three. I mean, you named a bunch of good movies, and it was I mean, really fast, insane. so I couldn't really think about it critically, <laughs> but sure, that sounds yeah. great. I mean, I kind of only think one Pixar movie is bad, bad. Is is? Have you truth. seen all of them? Did you see The Good Dinosaur? And Yeah, uh, I like it well enough. I need to re-watch it, but I like it well enough. I, I think, think that's Brave the only is one also I haven't fine. seen. Oh, should watch it. I haven't seen the Cars sequels, and I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur. Watch Cars 3. Kind of good. It's not that good, but it's kind of Is it better good. than Cars 1, or? I think so. I think it's oh, the yeah. best Cars movie. Yeah. I've heard that Cars 3 makes Cars 2 look like Cars 1. That is correct. No. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yes. No. Cars no, 1 look like Cars 2. Yeah. Make, wait. Cars, cars 3 makes Cars, cars 1, look, 1 like look like Cars, cars 2. 2. It makes something mediocre look bad. No, 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 no. Cars 2 makes Cars 3 look like Cars 1 is what it is. Cars 2 is so bad that it makes Cars 3 look as good as Cars 1 is is griffin newman's argument but i think cars three is the best of the three anyway okay <laughs> this is called discussing <laughs> other podcasters bits um okay so oscar noms this guy nominated for original score original song good. for the song over the in credits good sound editing sound mixing and original screenplay love it when a pixar movie gets please it tell screenplay. me it had to have won both of the sound oscars right no, I just listed noms. Hey, those are just noms. Yep. Did did Ben Burt get nominated for those categories? I'm sure. Yeah. It's good enough. Uh, I'll, I'll call that a, a best actor perform best actor <laughs> nomination. So I, it just I, won animated. It just won best animated feature. Hey, guess what? The Oscar sleeps on animated movies. It pisses me off. But like the sound editing and sound mixing. I don't disagree undeniable. with you. What was? But I what think beat him? probably you know Dark Knight. Let me look. Oh, Dark this would be the my guess. Dark Knight. That's right. Yeah, most of the time, what mm. wins those is the big, loud action movies. But two thousand eight Oscars. Movies. 
Um, real quick, I'm scrolling. Um, While best scrolling, sound editing, oh, okay, Dark Knight. Best sound mixing, Slumdog Millionaire. Two movies we will talk about in the future. So. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so what else wrap up do I have to do? Is there any, nope, that's it. That's all the shit I say, <laughs> the, the like final wrap up thoughts. So. so of the movies we've talked about, would we all agree that Wally's the best one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, of 2008, we've talked about just this. Yeah, no, yeah. that works. Yep. Wally, yep. yeah, Wally. I think cool. it's unanimous. So to wrap up, oh man, uh, I'm gonna be so pissed next episode. <laughs> uh, no, it's Chad next. Okay. Um, then there's, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of fighting this year. Um, but so let's tell people where they can find you. But we're also gonna talk about the three of us made some pop culture resolutions this year. Uh, we decided to. Oh, we're talking make, about this. Okay. Yeah, and I think we may also talk about what the three of us are doing to each other. That sounds awful, but we'll explain it. <laughs> um, so, um, Mark, why don't you start? Um. So I realized I've I've known it, but while watching Christmas movies this year, I watched like Take Me to Meet Me in St. Louis, which is like not really a Christmas movie, but it's where a famous Christmas song comes from. Yeah. Um, and it's a Wonderful Life both of which are like Vincent Minnelli and uh, Frank Capra movies. Yeah, and God. I, that I had never seen either of anything from either of those directors. So right. I have made it my goal to watch at least 50 movies from before 1980 uh, this year. Um, and my reasoning for 1980 is that like, that's kind of where the modern blockbuster era began. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, the late you could, 70s you but could argue I 75 filter... but 80s cleaner yeah i, I want to filter by decade movies. yeah yeah um so and where can people find you uh, i'm on letterbox and i actually made a list of the you know the old shit that i'm watching yeah at, at wallington mark uh that's also my handle that's on like instagram idea. and twitter i'm gonna do that with my new year's resolution too yeah, keep you a, should keep a running list. Hey, what is your New Year's resolution? So my New Year's resolution is to watch more foreign cinema. I love movies, uh, but other countries make movies too, and that's a huge blind spot for me. Um, so, Cody, what is your Zoom background? I'm sorry. It's it's, it's Wally. It's, it's the shit from Wally. Oh, the escape, okay, okay. Escape pod. Yeah. From I wasn't Wally. trying to be funny. I just was like, oh shit, I didn't put the Wally one up. Gotcha. So let me put it by the so, end. Sorry. I'll be watching some foreign movies. I have a whole bit of categories lined up. That's Janime. That's Frenchuary. Oh, so he is going to announce them to the public. <laughs> Ingmarch Bergman. Uh-huh. April uh-huh. Thalian cinema. Yeah. That was, that, that was my, yeah. my contribution. The Anna, worst one so far. Yep. Anime. Yeah. Uh, so I get Janime and anime. Yep. Yep. Um, because, you know, there's lots of anime movies that I, I'm... You need I to say, what's June? Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yep, that was also yep. me. <laughs> That's only like seven movies. So yeah. July, it's July Wood. I don't know. It's Bollywood in July. It's Bollywood. That know. one was hard. We couldn't uh, figure it out. July Wood. But I do want to watch Bollywood action movies. So it's going to be yeah. July. Uh, August... Is... Trafogus. 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 It's so good. Uh, Trafogus. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Soviet, Soviet. Timber, yep. The year of October, which it's the Chinese year is of the ox. It's the year of the ox in 2021. So the year of October is when I watch Chinese cinema. Yep. Um, German expression Novemberist. <laughs> uh, 
stupid. And then the Christmas around the world, Zimber. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, I think that we, I haven't told you this, but I think that like for Bong Joon Ho, you should watch like other South Korean movies. I think I will because there's, yeah. there's only a few Bong Joon Ho movies that I need to like fill in the blind spots, I think. Right. I mean, I don't know. Um, I also plan on like so the goal is to do one movie a week so it's going to be 52 movies by the end of the year but also just like if other movies come up that are for like if I f- discover some French yeah. director that I love I'll yeah. watch it in March and April and like I don't care I think I mean it's ultimate movies. it's ultimately up to you but I mm-hmm. think if you're doing this this year yeah. in addition to these 52 I kind of think you have to watch every movie nominated for best international film at the Oscars this year oh for 2020 for 2020 when in the yeah, ceremony both, in yeah. April yeah. I mean I'll, I'll watch I as many as I can too. get access yeah. to that's, yeah, a, that's a good yeah. idea yeah um yeah. Chad I was also gonna say you should watch Hong Kong movies for year of the ox even though Hong Kong is not part of mainland China sure, sure. that is a political sure. statement <laughs> maybe get maybe you have to save Hong Kong for 2022 or something i don't know um, uh, um and you can find me on social yep. media platforms letterbox instagram and twitter at chad a oliver yep um so my new year's resolution is so i'm going to participate in both of my friends bits as part of it <laughs> like i'm going to do it when i feel like it um which is not really a resolution not to make Okay. I was going to say, I have kind of been doing what both of you have been doing for the past year or so. And then I, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but like, I, I just have this past year, I kind of had similar thoughts and was like, let me watch some old movies or foreign movies. I was doing like the AFI list or whatever. So I was like, mm-hmm. damn it. I can't make that my resolution because it's something I've already been doing, but I will, I am playing along with you guys, but my resolution, which is going to be hard for me is to only watch yes is to only watch one trailer for any movie that's coming out so i'm not banning myself from all trailers but i am going to try to watch less trailers in general but like i'll go to the movies and i'll see stuff but for marvel movies and star wars things and all that stuff where there's a million trailers and 600 tv spots I'm limiting myself to the first one because by that point, I've already decided to watch the movie. And I, that this is inspired by Black Widow having a promotion period of a year and a half. And I've already seen a billion TV spots for it. And I kind of feel tired of the movie and it hasn't even come out. I mean, Wonder Woman 84 was similar where I saw so much shit for it. Um, So that is going to uh, attempt to be my resolution. Um, I will say the other thing we are doing, which um, Chad was actually doing with one of his other friends first, but then we co-opted it um, (laughs) and made it all about us. No, um, we are um, assigning each other movies. Um, There's no time schedule on it. We don't want to pressure each other, but we are assigning each other movies. So we're trying to get each other to watch stuff with less pressure. Our letterbox watch lists, you know, grow bigger and bigger each day. And it can be intimidating to like look through there and watch all of them. And actually pick a fucking movie to watch. So being assigned it is good. Makes it easy. Um, Mark, Mark, the rock star, Mark, who I thought was going to be the last one to watch any of the movies. Fuck you. Has already watched both of our selections. I've only got to Chad's. Um, and I have to get to Mark's and then Chad has to get to both of ours. But the way it works is I, I'm killing two birds with one stone tonight and watching Akira, which uh, 
is my yeah, new year's resolution and mark's recommendation i me. intentionally uh challenged you with one that was in your category and i will oh, probably I, continue to do that i will loosely do it for you guys there may be times where i throw you guys something else because i'm about to throw you guys the same movie on the next one but we'll talk about it in our group chat um but yeah so we're not allowed to assign until um we've watched the movies but yeah we're doing that to i don't know because i always feel like we to each other are always like watch this watch this watch this but there's a million things we're saying that about so it also makes more of like a one-for-one trade and it makes it more selective and you guys have done that for tv shows before which yeah tv shows are much more uh so much more of a commitment commitment. and also it's harder to make it equal to be like okay i'll watch one six season tv show and you watch one eight season tv show and that's the same thing yeah and then when i get like one season into glee and i just don't like it but you liked breaking bad so i watched the whole thing right me it became this unbalanced thing me and um host of sister pod purely nostalgia um eli smith we've done it a couple times we did ducktales and um um dark crystal age of resistance and then we also did one punch man and 2015's the muppets <laughs> so um but speaking of um 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 sister pod purely nostalgia me and eli do a podcast within a podcast called uh live and like cry and chad will be the guest for the end of january talking about kramer v kramer so be on the lookout for that it'll come out the last friday of january if you like being sad that's a movie to watch that's a movie to watch um so hey mark what's the best movie of 2008 um wally i almost said finding emo because uh, i'm do the, in the brain do the voice wally i'm not good at voices guys um chad what's the best movie of 2008 wally uh cody what's the best movie talking about you're talking about 2008 yeah, yeah. He's, he's opening he's some dulling. voice box app oh, shit <laughs> yeah 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 so you're talking about the movie that we've talked about yeah this whole time one of this i mean we've honestly time. covered maybe a dozen movies okay right, that was really go. good yeah it was good worth job. it it was worth it um anyway thanks for thanks everybody for listening and remember try blue it's the new red On the next episode of Best Pictures Podcast, we're talking about my pick for the best movie of 2008, Burn After Reading. Uh, If you like spies being serious, uh, find a different movie because these these are some goofball. uh, uh, It's it's streaming on Peacock. Um, So uh, download the app. It's free. Peacock is free with ads. I think this is on the free. It's on the free one, not the premium one. Yeah, this is Freecock, so. Peacock, and Precock. Uh, Freecock is the free version. Peacock is you pay for the premium content, but you still have ads. And then right. Precock is the premium cock, premium Peacock, where you have uh, no ads right. and all the premium content. We have Peacock. We have Peacock, the middle. <laughs> should tier. I get Precock? That's I, hey, I, I would not complain if you got Precock. I should look. But we're it. also I didn't not even realize Precock was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure yeah. it out. What's I gotta look at my login again. Anyway, hey, good uh, good post thing, Chad. I just want to congratulate you. Thank you.
Um, so, so join us on the next episode where. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>